All right. Welcome to the Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. And I'll get it right out of the way, okay? A brutal, pathetic Monday night loss for my Miami Dolphins in a rather uneventful game that just exploded with all kinds of excitement and craziness in the fourth quarter and the Dolphins finally taking a big lead and then blowing it. All right, 12-12-23, National Poinsettia Day, or Poinsettia Day, and National Gingerbread House Day. Two things synonymous with Christmas, right? And neither one of them started out very festive. You may be asking yourself, where did the tradition of the gingerbread house come from? Well, first came the gingerbread, right? Made popular in Europe more than a thousand years ago by an Armenian monk who taught Christians how to bake the gingerbread. It wasn't until much later on in the fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel that gingerbread was made into a house for a witch or to keep witches locked up, something like that. But then German bakers started using the same houses for festive decorations and events, which eventually led to the most festive day of all, Christmas, and the tradition began. All right, in the headlines this Tuesday, the Israel-Hamas war rages on and some members of Hamas are actually surrendering now to the IDF. More from Newsmax Jerusalem correspondent Daniel Cohen. The photos of fighting age Palestinians surrendering is affecting the morale both on the uh, on the Gaza side and the IDF. Listen to Prime Minister Netanyahu. Dozens of Hamas terrorists have surrendered to our forces. They are laying down their weapons and handing themselves over to our heroic fighters. It will take more time. The war is in full swing. But this is the beginning of the end for Hamas. It is over. Don't die for Hamas chief Yahya Sinwar. Surrender now. Netanyahu also praised Jewish leaders in the United States for standing up to what he called deeply rooted anti-Semitism on college campuses in large cities. Penn President Liz McGill, we've already talked about in this segment, resigning this weekend after she was unable to say, after repeated questions from Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, that calls on campus for the genocide of Jews violate school policy. Should have been an easy answer, but it wasn't. The presidents of Harvard and MIT also struggling to condemn calls for Jewish genocide, threading a free speech needle, so to speak. Netanyahu also held what's been described as a tense phone call with Vladimir Putin over the weekend. He criticized the Russian president for the Kremlin's dangerous, that was his word, cooperation with the Iranian regime that criticized the Zionist lobby. That's what Iran is saying about the condemnation of anti-Semitism on college campuses. Sean Christina Netanyahu also thanked Vladimir Putin for helping free dual Russian-Israeli citizens from captivity. And Netanyahu promised the Jewish state will use all means, political, militarily, to bring the roughly 135 hostages still in Gaza home. Newsmax correspondent Daniel Cohen in Jerusalem. I'll give you a segment with Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz on the calls for its president and others to resign coming up in a little bit. But first, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is in Washington today to meet with President Biden, who attended a campaign event in Philadelphia last night and today is participating in a campaign event much closer to home. 
what's happening on the South grounds. Then he'll host bilateral meeting with President Zelensky in the Oval Office, followed by a late afternoon press conference where they will ask Congress to approve more funding for Ukraine. Something Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and some other Republicans have said they will not vote for. Then, of course, we have the upcoming Hunter Biden deposition and the impeachment inquiry vote. House Speaker Mike Johnson on Monday. The White House has begun to stonewall that investigation. They're not turning over critical documents and they're not allowing witnesses to testify. Special Counsel Jack Smith is trying to prevent Trump and his legal team from having the scheduled March 4th trial date pushed back. Meanwhile, in a separate filing, Smith's office says at the trial, whenever it happens, he plans to call three expert witnesses who have reviewed data from Trump's cell phone. That includes time when Trump's Twitter app was open. And don't forget the announcement made a few weeks ago that if you liked any of Trump's tweets or retweeted any of them, you might be under investigation as well. That whole story went away quickly, as a lot of stories do, because the news cycle just moves so fast. Anyway, we get more on all of this from Rob Schmidt. This, what's happening right now, allows Hunter Biden to plead the fifth with three congressional committees, which are all anticipating giving Hunter a two-day legal colonoscopy that's scheduled to happen later this week, known as a deposition. What's supposed to happen this week is a really big deal. This changes it. Also, if Hunter is convicted, let's remind you, since Jake Tapper thinks it's so ridiculous to charge somebody with felonies, um, if Hunter's convicted of a federal felony, Joe Biden can pardon that in an instant. Get it? It ain't complicated, Jake, and he knows all this. He's just, again, he's playing dumb because he doesn't want Trump and he wants Biden in the White House. But they don't want you to think about all of the things that I just listed off. So they scream conspiracy theory like Jake Tapper did, and they mock and they laugh and they pretend like there's nothing there when there's just a million pounds of evidence. They want you spoon fed their narrative that Hunter is charged The DOJ is totally legit. There's nothing to see here. This is really serious stuff. It's a heavy-handed indictment. Part of it reading that between 2016 and 2020, Hunter spent his money on drugs, escorts, girlfriends, luxury hotels, rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of a personal nature. In short, everything but his taxes. All of that. Ooh, it sounds really, really tough, right? It's all stuff that the American people have already digested. This does no damage whatsoever to Biden 2024. He could face 17 years in prison, Hunter could face. Ooh, does anybody really think Hunter Biden is going to spend a day in prison when his dad is the president of the United States? Is anybody buying this? And again, the whole purpose is to keep this thing miles away from Joe Biden miles away from the real story here, which is that this family has been selling access to one of the most powerful people in this country, something that when you're doing with places like China, places like Russia, you're at the line of treason. That's the real story. Nobody cares about Hunter's little $1.4 million in taxes that you know, the rich lawyer guy in California already paid back anyways. All of this has already been digested. And that's the story they want you to see. Everything you already know about, everything you've already digested is the story that's the only story. How do you keep that the only story? Because at the end of the day, all of these people are working together to what? Keep Donald Trump out of the White House. And right now, Trump is winning in the polls. 
Rob Schmidt, host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, weeknights at 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Followed by The Balance with Eric Bowling, who spoke with Laura Trump. Anyone who thinks that things are going well in America right now and thinks we should keep Joe Biden around is an absolute idiot. And so I don't think anybody is taking much of what anyone who says they would support Joe Biden. Uh, they, they really hold no value to anyone at this point. We got to turn this country back around, Eric. So things aren't go- aren't going very well for Biden. Um, his numbers are sliding. There's, there's, seven, uh, there's a poll. Seven out of 10 voters disapprove of the job. So what do they do? Laura, you know what they do? They roll out this one, Hillary Clinton, and she had a million-dollar fundraiser at her Georgetown home. From one loser to another, what's is it going to move the needle? Well, by the way, let's think about Hillary Clinton herself. Obviously, ran in 2016 and failed to win, tried to run in 2008, couldn't get there in 2008. So now they're bringing her back around to help out Joe Biden. Like, this is the shining star for Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton. Let's be honest. We all know that if they even kind of gave Hillary like a half a wink, like you could get in here, she would go for it. I mean, this is a woman who has been waiting her entire life to get back in there. And I got to say, I think a Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton round two. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. If they want to throw her in the ring as well, I would be available. But yeah, it's kind of sad when that is going to be the person that's kind of going to bring out all the big money, the uh, two-time failed person herself, Hillary Clinton, kind of sad. Incredible. At the fundraiser, someone pointed over to her to like ask her to bring a cocktail, and she said, oh, me, I'll run. I'll do it. Yeah, no. The um, <laughs> Iowa, wow, Laura, Iowa, numbers in Iowa, just uh, the Des Moines Register, the you know, the gold standard has your father-in-law 51 percent. Doesn't matter what anyone else does. He gets that. He wins it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I think that he's always felt pretty confident about what's going to happen coming up in Iowa in January. But he's leaving nothing to chance. Obviously, he's been paying quite a few visits to the state. I think we all as a family are going to plan to head out to Iowa at some point in in the coming weeks. So, uh, yeah, I think it's the start of what I hope we will continue to see across this country. I think people are ready for Donald Trump to come back. They remember how good it was not too long ago when he was actually in office. That's Laura Trump on Newsmax with Eric Bowling, who also spoke about the presidential race with Arizona Senate candidate Carrie Lake. Very important, Des Moines Register. New poll has Trump 51%. The reason why that matters, first time someone's been over 50%, that means it doesn't matter what the others do, he can still win if it's accurate. DeSantis, 19, Nikki Haley, 16, Vivek, 5, and rounding out the bottom, Christie, so to speak, Christie at 4%. Um, Trump jumped 8% since October. Very quick, CNN new poll, inflation and the border are the most important things to to potential voters. And the third one, CBS says 7 out of 10 people disapprove of the job that Joe Biden is doing. So with all these polls, I'll let you jump into which which ones are standing out to you, Carrie? Uh, Well, I think that one in Iowa is so important. President Trump has been so good to the people of Iowa. He supported farmers. He pushed back against China and did so much for the folks in Iowa. And so, you know, and these other guys have been trying to get a a stronghold in there or even get a few points and they just can't pull ahead. And so I think this is a really big poll. President Trump's been there numerous times, held rallies, held roundtables. And I know for the DeSantis team, they said it's do or die in Iowa, and they seem to be struggling. You know, he got the uh, 
governor's endorsement. He got one of the evangelicals endorsement. It really hasn't given him a bump. Instead, people are remembering what life was like under President Trump. Low inflation, almost no inflation. Prices were lower. Their money was going a lot further. We had a secure border. We were moving toward world peace and we were strong. We were considered a superpower. And with Joe Biden and his disastrous economy, his disastrous handling of Afghanistan and, and every situation around the globe, we're realizing we're losing that power as America. And people want Trump back. So what about Nikki Haley, who was moving up in the polls? What do you make of Nikki Haley? I think she's topped out. I really think, um, you know, she's a, a nice lady. I've had a chance to meet her. I've met her family. But I think she's topped out. This is a tough year to go against a giant like President Donald Trump. We've already seen him prove that he can do the job well. And eventually these other candidates are going to realize this is a futile effort. They're going to step back. They're going to step out of the race. And I hope that they quickly do that and endorse President Trump. We've got to focus every bit of energy on supporting President Trump and taking down Joe Biden because his policies are killing America. And every day, more and more people wake up to the fact that these Democrat policies are not policies that give us prosperity and peace. And it's the is, Republicans who will do that. Is there, is there a job for, Nikki, say, Nikki Haley in, in a Trump administration? Let's, let's put it that way. I would guess the sooner she gets out, the more likely that would happen. But I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, they've said some pretty terrible things about President Trump. It has the stuff they're saying isn't true. He was a fighter. He's always been a fighter. He's always been willing to take on corruption in D.C. And the people of this great country want that. They want to root out the corruption in D.C. and see a return of our government back to we the people. Arizona Senate candidate Carrie Lake on Newsmax with Eric Bowling. There may not be a job in a Trump administration for Nikki Haley, but there may very well be one for Carrie Lake. I'm surprised Eric didn't hint on that. Okay, going full circle now, back to the beginning when I said I had a segment from Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz on anti-Semitism on campus and the growing call for Harvard's president and others to resign. This is from Newsline on Newsmax with Bianca De La Garza. Professor Dershowitz, sir, I'd like to start with you because of you are uh, right there in the center of all of this. You are at Harvard where we just heard that 500 faculty members are trying to voice their support for the president. Uh, Claudine Gay. They're urging actually for the members of Harvard to come out and publicly say that they won't bow to political pressure. Some of the folks who signed this letter say it's not an exoneration of her. Do you feel that's the same way, uh, Professor Dershowitz, or is it? Oh, I think it's a complete exoneration. And I think many of these faculty members are just pandering. Um, they're afraid that she might stay and, and, and make reprisals against them. Uh, the vast majority of Harvard, by which I mean students, faculty, alumni, very much want to see uh, the board of directors take some action uh, against her. And Harvard today is intolerable. Uh, students are frightened. <clears throat> They're not going to classes. They are very, very worried about their future. <clears throat> and President Gay is part of the problem, not part of the solution. She's in in what's called the DEI program, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, which has been the basic origin of the anti-Semitism on campus. Uh, she herself fired a dean uh, at uh, Harvard some years ago when she was the dean of the faculty 
because he was in a pastoral role and his job was to make the students feel safe. Mm -hmm. Applying that to her, she has made thousands of students at Harvard feel unsafe. And uh, I am shocked at these Harvard faculty members who, without condemning Hamas, without condemning her explicitly, without admitting that she created a terrible problem for Harvard, are just pandering, just pandering yes. to her. Don't reflect uh, the real Harvard. That is Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, who got his law degree from Yale, by the way. Newsmax host and former Trump advisor Sebastian Gorka apparently once worked at Harvard and was on the same show. Sebastian, I'll let you uh, pick up on that. And also uh, MIT's president, Cornbluth, uh, getting the support of the board. So what's your reaction to all of this? Well, I, I've got some bad news for people who think that President Gay is some kind of outlier. Uh, I had a fellowship at uh, Harvard back in uh, the late 1990s uh, at the Kennedy School. And um, I was a uh, a young father with a one-year-old child and a pregnant wife. And a few weeks into the semester, I was sent an email on my student account uh, requesting that I attend the Gay and Lesbian Students Association at Harvard. I wrote back a very polite email and I, I told them, I'm a happily married man with children. Uh, I will not be attending the LGBTQ LMNOP you know, students meeting next week. The next day, I was called onto the carpet by the dean of the Kennedy School at Harvard and uh, dressed down for my quote-unquote bigotry because I believe that a man should be married to a woman and I wasn't going to attend their PC LGBTQ love fest. So yeah. this has been going on for more than 20 years. But I've got some bad news for people who think it make, makes a difference if you get rid of this woman. Chris Rufo has a tweet out this morning with 10 million impressions about how this woman plagiarized yeah. her PhD thesis. Even if you get rid of her uh, after Penn and if you get rid of the MIT president, it won't make a difference. These are hotbeds of yeah, anti-Semitism and anti-Americanism. Former advisor to the Trump administration and Harvard fellow Dr. Sebastian Gorka on Newsline with Bianca de la Garza. Don't miss the Gorka reality check. I know you see Sebastian Gorka on many of the Newsmax programs, but he actually has his own program. The Gorka Reality Check is Sebastian's own show, Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And former New York Congressman George Santos is in a New York court today out in Long Island for a status hearing. He is reportedly in talks with federal prosecutors on some kind of a plea deal. On Wall Street, a new reading on the CPI today. That's the uh, Consumer Price Index. It's a, another closely watched inflation gauge. Increased one-tenth of a percent in November. Analysts had expected it to be flat, so it was up one-tenth of a percent more than they, what they expected, which is really nothing, but it's still up 3.1% from a year ago. But... With several of the um, readings that we've had on inflation over the last month or two, there are indications that the Federal Reserve is going to finish out the year by holding interest rates steady at this week's meeting, which led to a mostly positive start on the markets today after another positive day yesterday. If you own Oracle stock, by the way, it is getting hammered after some disappointing earnings yesterday. 
Don't forget, you can keep up with all the news on Newsmax. It is available on most major cable systems and on Newsmax Plus. Check out NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Get signed up for a free trial. It includes all of your favorites, like The Balance with Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt Tonight, Greg Kelly Reports, Frontline with Carl Higby and more, and great analysis from people like Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, Mike Huckabee, and others. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily Podcast. As always, I'm Tony Marino. Continue to share the podcast, or please share the podcast with your friends and family. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Maybe make a gingerbread house tonight, and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute. Every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.